Hello, hello, Power of Enough tribe, my beautiful people. This is Mary Patterson here, your modern mama, channeling her grit, grace, and gratitude to live and help you live the healthiest, happiest life you possibly can, that you were meant to do, that we were meant to live. We are going to dive into today our second podcast for our stress-free holiday series. Yes, stress-free. You know, a little bit of stress is good. It's all about the excitement and the fun of the holidays. It creates this, this energy. But oftentimes, I watch and I observe people are loaded down and the joy is just stripped away from the time and the season. Some of the things we're going to talk about today you're, you're going to realize you need to channel into your everyday life. So if not now, I mean, guys, you've got to start doing this now. Now during your holiday season is the best time to kind of check in with yourself so you can see how you can enjoy with an elevated schedule, with more things going on, how you can truly enjoy it and be present and be filled with all of the goodness around you, the gratitude around you, if you can do it now through this season, you can do it any, any time. We are going to talk about scheduling and traveling today. Last week in our, our podcast number two, we talked about money and what we were very specific and task oriented on the idea of gift giving and the extended, the extra expenses that come around the holidays and how to handle it. What is enough money for you to enjoy the holidays? So if you miss that, I encourage you to go back and listen to it and get it in your head and then come back here and let's think about the scheduling and the traveling. What is enough traveling? What is enough scheduling? Or more likely, how do I handle it? How do I handle it? Have you ever heard the term obligation? That vacation where you're obligated to go on, not that you want to go on, that schedule that you're obligated obligated to withhold, the traveling that you're obligated to do. I used to use it and I cringe at the idea of using to use it because I have never gone on an obligation before, ever, 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 ever. But that term felt right because the traveling used to be spent with more stress and anxiety. And it was more of not about enjoying the quality time. It was more about pleasing everybody and making everybody happy where the stress and everything started to override it. And it just became like check boxes, task oriented, right? So I want you to think about yourself and I want you to think about, have you ever, how would you answer these questions? Do you, when you come back from a trip or traveling, or even a day where you were, they say Christmas day. Do you remember the trip? Like the actual experience? Or do you remember the travel anxiety? The time spent traveling. The anxiety spent trying to get here to here. The, do you remember coming back exhausted? Like do you come back totally exhausted where you feel like you need a day off? You need a vacation from your vacation? Can you remember the time that you spent? Can you remember a moment, at least one moment of quality time spent, a good laugh you had with a friend or family member? Time, just feeling like you reconnected with somebody, relaxing a little bit. 
Or do you remember being so task-oriented over being present? Think about these questions. Think about how you felt last year. And think about them before you go into planning. It is not too late to plan this year's schedule. And that's what we've got we've to get out of our mind. And you'll see our step one is like, you have a choice always, 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 always. We're not going to do things because we're obligated. We're going to do things because we want to. And we're going to find a way to make it the specialist and, and have the most quality time built around it. Rich and I used to split our holidays like boom down the middle in the day or what we tried to split down in the middle. Like, and I mean, to little, literally in my head to where I was counting how many were hours were we at his house, how many were hours were we at our house, wondering if somebody else in, in our families were calculating it, thinking we were favoring one side over the other. And it became to the point of where I was not enjoying in the time spent with either one of our families. And it wasn't their fault. That was on me. I filled that day with the anxiety of trying to be on time, be there, be here at this time. And then my anxiety fed over to Rich's anxiety. And he's like, well, why are we leaving now? We're in the middle of this. Can we wait five more minutes or, or the opposite? And our anxieties kind of just meshed together. And then, you know, do you find yourself arguing? with your significant other on the holidays, getting here and there or trying to make plans. It's not healthy, right? And we did it for years. And it came to a point where we decided that this isn't, hold on a second, nobody's making us do this. And what's happening is we're not spending the quality time with our families or with each other. And we're not showing our own children, once we had children, how to experience what the holiday is really about, what Thanksgiving is about, what Christmas is about, and how to really experience it. So we made decisions earlier than I see a lot of people making, but it was because we we had that foresight of saying, if we don't stop this now, you start to get into that rabbit hole and then nobody enjoys the day, you know, and that's why we get all grinchy, right? We talked about that last last week in podcast two, like just the, the, the bitter mint that surrounds surrounds everything. And we want to keep the quality, the quality time that you spend together. I would rather spend an hour of super quality time than four hours of stress and anxiety of checking things off the list and worrying about what everybody's thinking about how I'm spending time with them or what. So quality always goes over everything and you have to retrain your brain. And some people are not going to think like that. Some people are not going to be like that, but you have to decide how you handle that, which brings us into... Step one, your action step one to really think about, or point one, whatever we want to call it today, point one in setting your schedule and traveling is you choose. You choose. You will hear me say this over and over and over again in the way we respond to everything in life. And because this was one of the hardest lessons I learned. And if those of those of you that know me, had that have known me for a long time, is I had a hard time growing up taking responsibility and making that choice. And that's why I am so in choosing and saying, hold on, the blame is not on them. The blame is not on this situation. I have a choice here. And when you start taking that self-responsibility, when I started taking it, and I still have a hard time sometimes taking it, it will change. It will change your day. It will change every moment. It will change the trajectory of how you view your life and what you want to do and everything around it. 
you have a choice in every situation. And for those of you that are telling me, sometimes I don't have a choice. Let's talk about it when it comes to scheduling and traveling and holidays and families and friends. Some people we have to see, right? Sometimes you don't want to see them. They some and, and it's nothing against anybody. They probably, a lot of times it's that somebody feels the same way about you. And you're like, we just don't jive together. You choose how you respond to that situation. You can go into it bitter and you can make that situation stressful, anxiety ridden and all of that stuff and come out arguing, fighting, or making the other person mad or just being sad. Or you can know that that scenario happens all the time and you can choose how you can, how you respond. You can choose not to talk about certain things, right? Do we all have that person that brings up the subject whether it be we could go politics or religion and you're like, you know, ahead of time, you choose not to participate or you choose how much you're going to participate. You choose how long you're going to be there. You have a little more power than you give yourself credit for. So take that power back and don't make it negative. Keep it, keep it positive. Back on the situations that you know, you really do have a choice. Okay. You have a choice how, where you go on what day and what you do especially, you know what? Not especially you, you have a choice regardless, whether you are single, whether you're married, whether you have kids or you don't have kids, you are creating your day. You are creating your season. Make it yours. You are not obligated to anything. So if you love your fam, like family, whether you, or, you know, or some parts of it, you don't want to go see, or you do want to go see, you choose, you choose how you're going to create that experience. You choose how you're going to spend that time. Okay. I get mad when I used to use the word obligation because I love spending time with both of our families. It wasn't not enjoying spending time with the families. It was the stress of thinking, am I pleasing everybody. And you know, am I spending again, are they, they counting the hours I spent at this house or the hours I spent at that house? Once I got rid of that and said, look like, Hey, this is what we're doing. This is what our family decided. We'll be here. And then we'll join you here. We're really looking forward to it. It, it, it changed the whole, the whole channel, whether other people, maybe, maybe it wasn't received as positively. You're not going to make everybody happy, but you go into that situation and you're like, yeah, you go into it calmer, relaxed, and enjoying it much more. So that comes to action step two or point two is if you are still like, oh my gosh, you're saying I have a choice, but that is that whole idea of, of knowing what your choice really is, what you want to switch your schedule to. Like when we switched from saying, hey, we're not going to split Christmas in half. We're not going to split Thanksgiving in half. We are spending one day here and we will be with you guys here. Once you do that, it is hard to do. So I'm not, I'm not over glossing that it is not a good thing. And people are going to be like, well, they get Thanksgiving first and we get Christmas first or, you know, vice versa. And, or they'll be remembering last year. Well, last year you spent Christmas with them. Are you going to spend it with us? You are going to hit those. But again, you choose how deep you're going to dive into that or not dive into it. You don't have to dive deep into that. Okay. Yeah. This is why we're doing that. This works best for us. Boom. Period. Done. Right. 
But what you have to do is if that is giving you stress and anxiety, annoyance, you have to know where, where are these feelings coming from? Where are these feelings that are stopping you to make these choices and to choose and, or to say no and to say yes? Where are these feelings coming from? That feeling of stress, annoyance, resentment, right? And these can be feelings inwards that you're putting on yourself. These could be feelings that you're putting on your significant other. These could be feelings that you're projecting towards your children and you don't even realize. These could be feelings you're putting on your parents, on your siblings, on significant others, on friends. Where are they truly coming from? And you may have to dig a little deeper to figure out where they're coming from. Once we realized that those feelings were not towards anybody, it was just us trying to please people that, you know, all that, the bitter, the, the, the bickering right in the car, like who raise your hand if you've bickered with your spouse, like from one family house to the other family house, like wait all the way there. And then when you're transitioning to the next house and then when you're transitioning to the final house, right. And then you're like, and you walk in and you're like, Hey, and everybody's smiling, right? Yeah, no. A lot of that is surface bickering. It's there's deeper underlying things, and most of the time, it's not between you guys. And we learned, and I'm going to give a big shout out um, for those of you that don't listen yet. The Rise Together podcast with Rachel and Dave Hollis is great, and something that they said really helped Rich and I in making all decisions, big and little. So in scheduling and traveling, like this is not a problem. This is not, this is a problem that it's, it's not the problem against us. It's him and I against that problem. There is a problem out there. We have to look at it from the outside perspective and work together to solve it. We're not going to sandwich it between the two of us and ping pong it back and forth and make it a problem between the two of us. It is him and I solving the problem. So if you can think about that when you're working with other people and communicating that, you might be able to dive a little deeper into where your feelings are coming from and how you can solve it and how you can make it better. And there may be some compromising, but then again, that's where you choose you know, how to work with that compromising and you choose to make the best of it, which comes to action step three, right? Know thyself and know your family. You have to know who you are. So let's talk specifically on traveling. Now that we live further away, it's not long. It's no longer splitting a day or splitting the holidays or saying, hey, we'll see you Christmas Eve, we'll see you Christmas Day. We are either not coming home or we are coming home and then we are looking at a week where we're trying to schedule out and see family members. When you take that traveling to that extended self, you really have to know yourself and know your significant other and know your children. And communication is key. What I have learned about myself is if I don't have a little bit of time in every day to myself, I will not be kind to others. And it is not their fault. It is not anything they're doing. It is because I didn't have that just moment that time to a little reflect, you know, a lot of people are, you know, you're, you're social people. You thrive off of being with people. I'm kind of 50, 50. I love being with people, but 
I need to be by myself a little bit too. And if I don't have that like moment where I can zone in and reflect and just be present and say, okay, what's happening? What just happened? What's going on tomorrow? And kind of recenter myself, it, 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 it doesn't go well. We'll just say that. <laughs> Grinchy, maybe we could say it goes Grinchy. Um, but I have learned to communicate that. I think what happened with me is I was always afraid to communicate that saying, you know, hey, my Rich and I are going to go for a run this morning. Um, and no, we're not. Or, hey, we've planned this little trip for our family this hour. We're going to go do this and then we'll come back and then we'll do something all together. That helped us immensely because it's not, it was just, just sometimes we need that little pullback and that break, that recentering time, refocus time, and then to go back in. And it makes the time together what we're looking for, more quality. So we could go home and say, yeah, that was great. I feel refreshed. I had great time. Um, I had great moments, great time. The kids had great times with their cousins. So we found that we need to balance it that way. It can't be all in, all the time, all craziness. Some people can do that, and some of you can do it. We can't. Um, And we know that children sometimes need that little pullback. They're not going to recognize it, but we need to create that for them. So know yourself. Another thing that we learned about ourselves is we've kind of got that four-day max, like staying at somebody else's home, even staying in hotels were kind of like this, staying in somebody else's place, whether they are, and I will say my parents are the most, they're like, hey, you're here, here's your room, your room, you've got your space, what are you doing, what are the plans, but it's still not your space. Or I should say, like, you know, where you are is I I might feel more comfortable, but it's because I lived in that house for a little bit, but maybe my spouse, it's, it's, it's not their space. So you, it kind of messes with your routine a little bit and you've got to check in. And and we've learned that we've kind of got that by that fourth day, you're kind of like, okay, I need to reset. And that resetting doesn't necessarily mean the traveling has to be over. Sometimes we just need to reset and go to a different location. And again, that is not anybody else. That is just keeping the quality in the time together. So you have to know, you know, what is your limit? What are your limitations? Stop them before they, you know, go beyond the point of bitterment and stress and resentment that really doesn't exist and shouldn't exist. Don't create that if you don't have to. And you don't ever have to because you always have a choice. So if you know, oh gosh, four days would be perfect, but hey, we're going to be here for six days in this one location, schedule it accordingly. Think ahead of time so you can plan and know, hey, that's a lot for me. I know I'm going to have to have little blurps here and there. You know, it, it, it could be you going into a bedroom and saying, closing the door for a half an hour and finding a book. It could be you going for a walk. It could be those little things built in here and there that you need to do to create that quality in that time. So know thyself, know your family and open the doors to the communication. Okay. Final, final pointer and tip. We could go on and on about this, but this one is a big one. And this is going to be a small blurb of what's to come. A bigger podcast is, are you unnecessarily busy? And I want you to think about this in your regular life. Do you have unnecessary busyness in your life? Unnecessary busyness. Do you have lots of to-dos? You are so busy. The The end of the day comes though. And you're like, what the heck did I do today? 
The end of the week comes, what did I do? The end of the month comes, and you're not even sure where your life is going, what direction it's going, who you're guiding, who's driving the boat, who's, who's helping put out the anchor. You're so lost and confused. That's unnecessary busyness. And it comes back to like really diving deep into like what what is your purpose? Where where do you want to go? You know, in, in in big and small ways. Sometimes we've got to look and bury it down and 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 make it small, small, small. So if you're struggling with this in your regular life, the holidays may make it a little more challenging. However, I find the holiday season a great time to check in with this. Because most people take these little breaks here and there during the holiday season, random days, and and sometimes like uh, depends on what your business is or what your work life is. Sometimes things ramp up, but in some areas they also ramp down because everybody's trying to fight the balance. So there's a little more grace given in different areas of our life, right? So we may have to get gritty and get a lot more done on our to do list, but. We're going to have to give grace to so-and-so that, you know, I had to travel maybe at a time we didn't want them to during work and we're going to help and and hope that somebody provides that for us if we're traveling at a time maybe for work that's not the best. So we can relate, take that and relate it into all avenues of our life, but take a look, take a look deeper than that at the unnecessary busyness. Can you look back at your day and say, wow, what was the high? We do something at dinner time. What was the best part of your day? What was the worst part of your day? Can you reflect on your day or are you just like, oh, I don't even know what I did today. Well, I went here and here and here and here. No, that's not what it's about. Think about what's really important. And if you can start that during the holiday season where you are hopefully spending time more with friends or spending time more with family, you can kind of harness that and hopefully carry that into the new year and into your regular busy, uh, your regular schedule. And there's two things I want you to kind of think about is that one thing that we talked about is knowing yourself and creating that balance. But the biggest thing is that overcommitment. Are you so overcommitted that you're undercommitted? And if you're doing this in your regular life it's and you might not realize it, the holiday season will magnify it for you. And that's why it's something good to think about now and put in your head because if you catch yourself doing it during the holiday season, it'll kind of talk to you. It'll hit you. It'll hit you when you're starting to feel that resentment or not so happy or or the holiday season, you're kind of feeling like you don't know which direction you're going in and you're not truly enjoying it. I want you to ask yourself, are you so overcommitted that you're uncommitted? That question came up to me, that, that idea, that concept came up to me once when I just watched really how we schedule our children. And I see children doing, it's beyond sports. We can even go beyond sports and activities. And, oh, this is cool. Sign them up for here. Okay, this is cool. But they want to do that sport, that sport, and that sport. And we have some rules that we set in our, in our guideline, in our house that we can, we can talk about again on another podcast when we dive into the overcommitted, uncommitted concept is that, you know, can you truly be committed to that team? Can you 100% be committed to that team? Yeah, some things are going to happen, some blurbs here and there, but can you be committed? Or are you going to be half in this team and half in that? Then we're not teaching you commitment. We're not teaching you what it's like to be a true team player. And I think 
that spirals into how we schedule our lives as an adult. When you have an event going on, holiday specific, there's four events going on in one night and you just replied yes to all of them. You were so overcommitted that you were uncommitted. When you're traveling and you have scheduled out every single block of time, you are so overcommitted that you were uncommitted. In a different way, but you're uncommitted. That event, those four events in one night, how can you create quality time? How can you show that person that you're showing up and you're being present for them <clears throat> to be with them? <coughs> Excuse me. How can you how can you do that? You can't when you're in and out for 20 minutes. You barely say hello and you say goodbye. You know, you're in and out and people are like, are like, where's Waldo? Where are you next? If you're feeling like that, you need to pull back. It's okay to say no and to tell people why you're saying no. They will understand. And try to make it up. Say, hey, I can't this time. I'm really upset. I would love to make it. Let's schedule lunch in the new year when things calm down a little bit. And you can, you can find that time, readjust, so you find the quality, so you can go to one event, maybe the two events, and truly be there, be present, and enjoy it. When you're traveling, right, that schedule some downtime, schedule some time where you have nothing planned. I actually have the opposite problem where when we travel, I'm like, I just want to kind of go with the flow. That got me in trouble to where, like, go with the flow and then... You're waiting for other people and then you're relying on other people. Then you're getting mad that they're not ready when you thought you were going to go, but nobody was clear on directions and schedule. There, there's the opposite extreme too. But so I know I had to start planning a little more, but it's about finding the balance in the planning. Find some time that you're, you're not planned, that you don't have a lot of things going on. That's okay too. But ask yourself and be really true when you look at, just start with the holiday season, start with your parties, start with your traveling. Are you overcommitted that you're uncommitting? And uncommitting to what? Uncommitting to people, uncommitting to yourself, uncommitting to the quality time, uncommitting to just being present and living. I'm going to leave you with that because I think it's a powerful way to think about your scheduling and you're traveling and looking at what is coming towards you for the next month. Because if you can take a deeper look at that now, it will change the way you flip into the new year and start your new year off. You guys are amazing. Find your power of enough. Scheduling, traveling, it is all about quality time. You have a choice on your schedule you have a choice on how you respond to your schedule. Keep it positive. Keep it happy. Keep it holly. Be present. Love it. Find your power of enough for a stress-free, stress-free holiday season. Love you all.